A warm-hearted good morning to you and welcome to the Brunpunt Studios where we tackle relevant issues that affects our Christian world on a daily basis. The topic for discussion this morning is all about the church in the metaverse, as they call it, a new platform, a new way of doing church with endless possibilities. But is it biblical? Stay tuned for the next half an hour as we find out what our respondents say. The very well-known Christian platform Uversion recently launched what they called Church in the Metaverse, a new platform with endless opportunities. Life Church, a multi-site church based in Edmond in the UK, launched their church service in the Metaverse, an online world where, as they put it, People can socialize, work, and play. On their first weekend, they saw 97 people in attendance with two people committing their lives to Jesus. Since the launch, many churches have reached out to the Life Church online team with one main question. How did you do it? Life Church online leader Greg Gaggle is on record stating the following, and I quote, at Life Church, we do anything short of sin to reach the people for Christ. We do things that no one is doing to reach people no one is reaching. We believe technology can be leveraged in a powerful way to help people engage with God. What piqued our interest recently was tech companies. He says, virtual reality investments combined with the increased affordability of virtual reality headsets. It seems to give the VR momentum, and it was something our teams wanted to explore. Plus, we were burdened that there wasn't a huge church present in the virtual reality space as yet. We chose it because we wanted something that could replicate our physical service experience and allow people a high level of autonomy while limiting distractions. And as an added bonus, we saw that as an opportunity to be the church for a new audience. He further states that the whole idea of these virtual realities is to create and immerse yourself in a different world. Because of the experiential nature, people are really open to exploring church, he says. This creates an opportunity to meet new people and to engage in faith conversations. Now, these conversations tend to be more transparent and vulnerable than what we experience when meeting someone new at a physical location because an online environment creates a sense of anonymity. He says it could be a really exciting opportunity for churches. I would encourage church leaders to at least check out the technology, according to him. Having an awareness of how society is engaging with technology can only benefit you when it comes to reaching and leading people well. Well, Brunpunt asked the local church leaders and congregants what they think of the Metaverse Church and whether they think it is scriptural. Don't stray or go away. As we'll be back with those responses right now. After this, the following insert is by a guy simply known as Pastor Joey, who runs a internet website called Quick Devotional Bible Teaching Family. You can also find him on YouTube, and this is his take as a Christian on the metaverse. So a few weeks ago, Mark Zuckerberg talked about how he is renaming his company, Facebook, into Meta. 
because they are going to be all about creating the metaverse, which is a virtual reality or artificial reality of socializing, where people go into the metaverse and they can interact much like they can in the real world, but it's in virtual reality. There are a lot of implications when it comes to Christians following Jesus, being a disciple of Jesus, and what it means to actually be in community and be in the metaverse. Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Is it kind of both? How should we really approach this idea of the metaverse and artificial reality? The first thing Mark Zuckerberg talked about is how the metaverse is all about experience. It's all about curating an experience for the viewer or for the consumer, for the person going into this reality. You can create whatever avatar you want and you can be whoever you want to be and you can fully immerse yourself into a brand new experience apart from the world. Yeah, sure, you can be in a game or like a video game. We all kind of know what this kind of immersion looks like. But you can also be who you're not in the metaverse as well. And you can be who you really wish you could be. I wonder if you'll see a lot of people escaping from reality in this metaverse where there's kind of, I don't like my life as present, therefore I'm going to escape into this more controlled environment where I can control in a very real way the outcomes of my life. I also wonder if it caters for more of a consumeristic understanding of the world where I get what I want and I can be the master or the king or the queen of my domain. What I say goes. The metaverse is also virtual reality or artificial reality. You can enter into a whole new life, as I just talked about. You can actually do more than just experience and have fun or entertainment. Supposedly what Mark Zuckerberg is talking about is you can actually work, attend concerts, hang out with your friends, basically do all the things you currently are doing right now in the metaverse. And there are some pros and there are some cons to that. And then finally, the metaverse is the internet brought to life. Basically, all we see on the internet is a screen and a page and we click through different things. But what the metaverse promises to do is allow us to enter into the internet in a physical space. Now, I wonder what entering into the internet or entering into social media in an immersive kind of way will actually do to the human person or the human soul. We know, and it is pretty well founded, that people's mental health has seen a rapid decline corresponding exactly with the advent of social media. Correlation doesn't necessarily mean causation, but it's really interesting that the two things are happening side by side with one another. Where we're constantly comparing and constantly looking at other people, our mental health is on the decline as well. And I wonder if, if we step into this reality, that this will exponentially increase um, some things as to what it means to be human or what it doesn't mean to be human. I wonder if people, when they enter into this completely immersive social network, that will have more negative effects on the person than it will have positive effects. I'm, I have not yet talked about Christian theology. I've just surveyed what the metaverse is and what Mark Zuckerberg says he envisions the metaverse to be. Because here's the thing, I'm not against technology because technology can be good and it can be bad. Technology is neutral. And I wonder what we will be able to enter into as Christians into this metaverse. That will be a positive thing and will be a good thing. And I wonder what trade-offs there will be and what things we will kind of grieve or mourn that we've lost because of this new way of interacting in the world. The first thing is, I think that what we've learned over this pandemic season that we've been in is that human-to-human -human interaction is actually incredibly 
valuable. I remember at the start of the pandemic, a lot of people were really excited about Zoom and how everybody's online and churches online and people are going to meet online. It's going to be great. And we're going to work from home. We won't have to go to the office ever again. And what did we learn? We learned that people are actually craving those face-to-face human interactions where you can see somebody face-to-face, where you can look in their eyes, you can give them a hug, you can shake their hands, you can sit next to them, you can speak with somebody who is right next to you. How much the human soul actually needs and desires that level of community is incredibly apparent. And I wonder, even though I think this technological advancement that will happen in the next decade or so is going to have a lot of good things, I wonder if it will actually push us closer and deeper into physical community just because we see the deficit and how great the deficit is in the world right now. I can also see churches using VR or AR in the metaverse as being a campus or a church online. I think it's a natural extension of church online right now on YouTube or Facebook to just go into this metaverse, this virtual reality experience on a Sunday morning. And I think that's a good thing because you're able to reach people that you could not otherwise reach. But I think there's also a trade-off as well, where there's a lack of incarnation, a lack of embodying the message that we are proclaiming and the message that we are delivering to people. I remember when I was in high school, there was always the thought that the medium is the message. Well, that kind of thought has kind of escaped a lot of our minds because the mediums have been changing so rapidly. And I think we need to pause and think, how is the medium that we are using conveying the message that we are proclaiming? Is it actually altering the message and is it changing it implicitly from what we think it ought to say? If Christian discipleship or being an apprentice of Jesus online means you can just log in, step into this virtual experience and then step out and leave, that creates an environment of minimal accountability where you can know somebody to a certain extent online, but you really can't know them really completely. You can't know them as well as you would know them if they're face-to-face with you, if you actually walked with somebody in life and journeyed with somebody in life. I wonder in this new era that humans are entering into of online virtual reality in the metaverse, I wonder if what we will realize is that people don't feel known. That in this way of connecting with people where people can connect with almost anybody in the world right now, that our connection has actually decreased because we can't know the person we're connecting with on a deeper level than if we actually were with them face to face. Also, when I think of the metaverse and I think of the Christian faith and church and discipleship and following Jesus, I filter a lot of the things and the practices that I adopt through the Lord's Supper or communion. Basically, the question I want to ask is, can people have real communion with God and with other people at the Lord's Supper, at the Lord's table, in uh, this VR metaverse experience? I don't know the answer to this, but what I do know is that if it is just a shadow or a substitute or a shallow representation of actually going up receiving the bread, receiving the juice or the wine from somebody and receiving Jesus in that way, if it is a substitute of that and not that actually, I wonder if we are not doing discipleship right. It'll be really interesting to see what happens in the next few years as this metaverse is developed, as surely Christians adopt it, and as churches adopt it who are forward-thinking and more innovative in their approach. But what I really want to know is, How will it change our understanding of what the gospel is? How will it change our understanding of what 
reality is, of what life is, of what it means to be human, and what it means to actually be a follower, a disciple, an apprentice of Jesus. I'll pay attention, I'll take a look, I'll see what's going on, but these were just some of my initial reflections on the metaverse. Well, we back in the program called Brunpunt, talking about this church in the metaverse, the so-called new way of doing church. And uh, as lots of people are saying, endless opportunities. But the question remains, is it biblical? On the line, well-known announcer here at Radio Puppet, a pastor, a businessman, man with many pokers in the fire, Dwayne von Rensburg. Dwayne, good morning to you and welcome to Brunpunt. How are you keeping? Good morning, Vainans. Yet again, another privilege being part of your show. Can't wait for the show. Dwayne, just in a nutshell, those who have not met you in person, just a, a short background bio of who you are and where you're from, please. I am the proud owner of a company called the Infuels Group, and within the context of the Infuels Group, we've got multiple legs from Christian schooling to church to printing companies. I'm also a, a mental coach to a few professional sports teams, and I specialize in teenagers and technology. Yeah, well, that's why we contacted you, because you're passionate about a technology. Can I start by asking you, have you heard about the church in the metaverse? What is your take on it? Uh, have you experienced it firsthand yourself? I have experienced it firsthand myself, and I've I actually had the opportunity to have a virtual real headset on me to attend one of these services. And I want to start off by saying, when we ask, is this scripture, we got to take, we, we got to mention that the word metaverse is nowhere mentioned in scripture. So for their convenience sake, we can say, yes, it's good we can go because metaverse, the word is nowhere mentioned in scripture. I'm not sure if this is the correct biblical way going forward, though. Why do you say that? Because my next question would be, is this scriptural? And you said, no, I don't find the word metaverse in there. But then again, you don't find many other words in scripture nowadays that uh, the Bible warns us against or that we as Christians warn each other about. What is your take? Why do you say you don't think it is scriptural? Well, firstly, I believe that when you have a look at the three-unit God, the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Son became flesh. So flesh has got a lot to do for me with what the church is supposed to be. Um, it's got a lot to do with fellowship. It's got a lot to do with the Word of God says, lay hands on each other. These are all physical deeds, and my biggest concern is that the people that we are attracting through this, yes, praise the Lord, we are reaching them, and I'm thankful for that. But we are reaching people that is well-known in the space of virtual reality. And those people, I don't want to call it virtual reality, these people really live in a fantasy world. And I am very much concerned that this, the relationship with Jesus becomes fantasy because we are using a gaming media to reach them. I'm also concerned about, Vainan, if you go have a look on YouTube and you can really go do your research, you'll note that these pastors right now in the Megaverse Church use a lot of slang language. One of the messages preached two weeks ago on Metaverse, the pastor said, Jesus came to earth and then he bailed on us. Now, in the social media context, bailed on us means that someone literally walked out on us and left us all alone. 
that is not what Jesus did when he ascended to heaven. So your take on is they're not sticking to scripture. What again if we turn it around and say, well, what if there is a pastor that sticks to scripture, stay clear from the slang and stick to scripture. But as they put it, it's a space where people can socialize, work and play. What do you say? I personally think that they've got it all wrong. Just remember who's saying these things. The people that is absolutely promoting these platforms. You don't socialize if you don't sit in front of someone. Isn't it ironic that we are the most connected generation of all time, yet we have no contact with each other? And, and that is, for me, the flaw in this whole system, because you have a virtual, virtual helmet on your head, and you've got two sticks in your hand, and you can't feel someone touching your back. You can't feel someone laying hands on you. In Sunday's church service on Megaverse, they had a baptism service. I don't know if you saw the baptism service. And scriptures specifically quote, as you go through the water like Jesus did, you can't virtually baptize someone. So I am very, very careful. I don't want to say this is a no because praise the Lord, we are reaching people that, uh, that, that, that do not get to church. But be careful because now we're going to have churchgoers stay at home and we need to fellowship. We need our brothers and sisters in Christ to, to carry us. At the end of the day, the pros and the cons. We have been almost climatized to this because of COVID-19 worldwide over. We used to online church some would argue that this is just a different form of online church. Would you agree with that or disagree with that? I would disagree with that, and I'll make my point why. The online church was the temporary replacement for churches that could not gather. You'll note that the majority of churches that went online, yes, they still do have some form of an online service, but their doors opened up again. And their church members have gone back to church. So don't get me wrong. I do believe that an online church service is a way to go for a paralyzed person, for a disabled person, someone in a hospital, someone that can't get to a church. I understand those things. But the fellowship of children of the Lord is very important in the context of church. Hebrews 10.25, and I actually want to read it from my Bible. Hebrews 10.25 says, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as mm. is the man manner of some but exhorting one another so much more you see the days approaching can i ask you this what would you say surely it's not all bad yes it is the metaverse church surely there must be some pros and some cons what is your experience what is the good the bad and the ugly about this and for those who have not seen it not attended a metaverse church how would you describe it what does it look like i think from a from a starting point let's just say if you've never attended a church before and you now are hungry for jesus and you end up in a metaverse church then yes that's all good and well because you don't have any reference to what church should be like but if you've been to church and all of a sudden, I don't want to say get addicted, that's not the right word, but all of a sudden you get hooked to a virtual reality space, it, it can be very, very dangerous because your perspective, your angle, is totally, totally going to change. I mean, if you believe that I'm socially interacting with someone that sits 3,000 kilometers away from me, then we are messing with our mind. We are messing with our brains because then I need to socially interact with my own children. Yeah. And if I socially interact with my children, I could do it over a phone. Then we lose touch. 
we lose touch. And and that is my biggest concern. So, yes, it's not all bad. Unfortunately, Vainant, the, 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 the message that I attended virtually and the, the research I've done virtually, I've not yet come across a pastor that preaches the word and preaches the gospel as the Bible intended it. I rather came across pastors that, uh, that, that uses scripture to justify certain stuff and we ignore the scriptures that reprimands us. And that is the dangerous thing yeah. for me about the Megaverse Church. Can we say to one another that a church consists out of members, congregants, brothers and sisters in the Lord, and in the case with the Mita Church, where you are represented by an avatar, you would walk past a so-called congregant in the street and not know that that person is visiting the same church as you are. Any truth in that? Absolutely. And the biggest concern for me is we just came from a two-year period of wearing masks. And, and, and for me, this is actually quite ironic because we're wearing masks now, but in the past, we could also wear a mask going to a church. Now, when you choose your avatar, your avatar can be a robot. You can choose a piece of toast to represent who you are. And for me, that's concerning because I need to walk past my brother and sister. And sometimes a physical manifestation of someone touching their back shows me, hold on, I've got to pray for my brother's back. All of a sudden, you've got this perfect avatar walking around. You don't even know who the person is because you can't know can't notice the person. So for me, that's concerning. We're losing the personal touch of one-on-one personal relationship with people. Well, the leaders of these churches say it's an opportunity to meet new people, engage in faith conversations, and these conversations tend to be more transparent and vulnerable Mm, than mm, what mm. we experience in meeting somebody new in a physical location. True or false? Finally, the past two years, cyber bullying, um, cyber attacking has gone up with more than 3,000%. That means that people can create fake profiles. They can act as if they are a specific age group, being a 14-year-old man, meeting up with someone, kidnapping a child. I'm simply just leaving this out there. Why is this scenario any different? People can come into a church. This is an opportunity where we where we wear the mask of, sorry, religion and of Christianity. And we can come in with a hidden agenda to meet someone, but we can have the exact same pretenses of meeting someone at a place and kidnapping them. There's no safe space in the virtual reality world. Dwayne, let's say to one another that this Metaverse Church is in its infancy, in its baby shoes. But do you think it's the church of the future? No, not at all. I think it's very important that we understand that the world may evolve, but our God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Scripture did not evolve. For people's convenience sake, Scripture has changed, and the meaning of the Scripture should never change because our God is the same. But Scripture has not changed, and the fellowship between brothers and sisters remain part of Scripture. Jesus that became flesh will remain part of Scripture. Nowhere, even though the Mechaverse Church evolves, and even though it's now in its infant phase, the Bible's not going to evolve and change its Scripture. Brother on brother, sister on sister, physical contact, laying of hands, going through the water, that's not going to change. Scripture remains the same. No, I don't feel this is the church of tomorrow. So in closing, your final thoughts, a word of heed to uh, those who's listening this morning about the Metaverse Church and what it represents to Christians in this world. Well, firstly, I think we should all just go back to what Scripture teaches us and we should 
always measure our spirituality on based on whether the food that we eat is scriptural 100% correct. Um, that is my first thing. The second thing is parents, yes, we feel good when we hear our kid is attending the church, but be aware this is a virtual space where the same risks, uh, is it's exactly the same risk as your kid being on, on WhatsApp, on your kid being elsewhere. This is a virtual space where the same risk is out there for your children. So, yes, I'm all for the gospel of Jesus Christ. No, I'm not for the fact that we lose physical touch with each other and that, that we actually, we literally continue with masks, Feynman. We're literally continuing with masks when we do this, when we go this route. That uh, Dwayne van Rensburg. Thank you so much, Dwayne, for sharing your heart with us. Uh, is it a flash in the pan, church in the metaverse, a new platform, a new way of church with endless opportunities? Question remains, is it scriptural? Dwayne, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks, Vainand.